Good evening, Patriots. And it's still Tuesday, June, June, January. I'm glad it's not June yet. January 18th, 2022. You know, I'm going to talk a little bit tonight from Ephesians 4, 17 to 32. We're going to get into anger. And I've got a little story for you. So before we begin, MyPillow.com, MyPillow.com forward slash Bards. That's our landing page um, for Bards Nation. And there's all sorts of great sales going on right now. They've got sales on sleepwear and sheets and the mattress toppers, the blankets, the quilts, the comforters. Man, all sorts of stuff. And then they've got overstock sales. Body pillow cases. Oh, body pillow with a case. Sorry. <laughs> Sounds like a body bag. Body pillow with a case. They're down to $39.99 instead of $117.97. They've got sales on other pillowcases and couch pillows and individual towels. You just got to go check out the site. There's all sorts of great stuff going on. And you're going to get those savings with your BARDS code, B-A-R-D-S. So check it out. MyPillow.com. Use your promo code BARDS, B-A-R-D-S. You can either go to the BARDS landing page, which is MyPillow.com forward slash BARDS, or you can go to the MyPillow site and scroll on down to the radio listeners box, which is for those special people that listen to podcasts. Use your promo code BARDS and get all sorts of great savings across the MyPillow site, the Frank Speech site, and the MyStore site. Great savings right now. Good stuff. Mike Lindell's doing some great things. And once again, they're trying to deplatform him. This time they're trying to deplatform his banking. Who's, who, what's a, what a surprise there. Not. Also, Expedition Coffee, X-P-E-D, ExpeditionCoffee.com. That is the Bards Nation Coffee. The coffee developed to boost your health, boost your focus, your mental focus, sustain your energy across the whole day. It's a great coffee, great product. You'll also find all sorts of other great health products. They're all designed to work together in a combined health ecosystem. That includes the Gut Health Triad, which will help heal and seal your gut, Immune XP, which is an immune booster based on pine cone extract with high levels of vitamin C. We have Pure 47, which is a refined nano silver extract. Nano meaning size, not, not nanotech. And that will isolate pathogens across your whole body, boost your immune system, and it will even go after the SARS-CoV suite of bioweapons they've been deploying against us. And you've got Earth, which is a fantastic full-body nutrient supplement. Take that one time a day. It's equivalent to a full meal. It's a fantastic product. Boosts your energy. Again, a whole thing is about building the immune system health and fortifying that to stay away from the biomedical death camps known as hospitals and to take your medical sovereignty back. So that's all those products on Expedition, X-P-E-D, ExpeditionCoffee.com work together for that goal. Finally, The Founders Bible, TheFoundersBible.com. TheFoundersBible.com. Use your promo code BARDS, B-A-R-D-S, to get 20% off on those Bibles. This is an heirloom Bible, a beautiful Bible. I gave out like 18 of them for Christmas or 20 or something like that for Christmas. Great, great Bibles. I was amazed at how many people were so excited about receiving it too and how thrilled they were with the quality. It's a printed in the good old U.S. of A., which is a rare thing for Bibles these days, if you didn't know that. We tend, publishers tend to ship them off to get them printed in China. I actually talked to a publisher once. They're like, well, we send them, send them to China so that Chinese can be exposed to God's word. I said, that's garbage, and you know it. Don't even start. 
You're using Christians in labor camps to print them over there. Not here, though. Not here. They're printed in good old U.S. of A. They have our founders' documents worked in throughout God's Word. It's a fantastic study in God's Word and our history to see how our founding fathers use Scripture as a living language. It's an NASB 1995 edition, which I personally has become my favorite edition of the Bible. So again, check that out, thefoundersbible.com, promo code BARDS for 20% off. So here's my story, because I like to be honest about my life. So, you know, we're working in this crazy time right now, literally insane. Like everything around us is inverting. And every time we turn around, it's another level of stupid. Part part of the reason for tonight's story is going to tell you why I named the previous show, you know, the something about, oh, the age of re- retardation, which is literally where we are. We're li- literally like living in the age of retardation. We had the age of Aquarius, which was the hippie age. Now we come into the age and the new agers and psychedelics and all that. And that started actually in 2012. And so I have officially proclaimed now we have entered into the age of the, of retardation, which is all driven by COVID and the vax and all those other nanotech things that are taking over people's brains. So here I am working today and um, I'm one of our great mods here. MSN was knows what I was doing. I was working on my putting on a new rear bumper on my Jeep. And I'm trying to squeeze this around podcasting and a bunch of other meetings and other things I've got going on. So I'm doing this through the week and I have this perfect window today. It's like, okay, good. I can yesterday I did all the drilling on the frame, got it all done, which was another interesting experience. Today I've I've got all the, the mounting brackets set and I'm just gonna mount the lights it's got new rear lights on the bumper and i'm going to put those in and then i'm going to install the bumper no big deal i mean that's like a couple hours of work at best so i have everything laid out i got the bumper laid out i got everything i had to do a little more drilling because one of the holes was off a little bit so it got that all set everything's good right all right so i'm there and i put the first light on it's not those things when you're working around a bumper and you're putting on big half-inch nuts and stuff, or it's not the most convenient thing you're doing. And I got the light mounted, and I realized that I had flipped on the light bracket. I had put the washer on the outside, and they wanted it on the inside for a very particular reason, not only for spacing, but to grip the light so it didn't move. So I decided I was going to take the light off of the mount and then that way, the way it was, it was easier and faster if I took the light out of its mount and then I undid those side screws. Well, anyway, in the process of doing this, not getting into too much detail, as I take the main mounting bolt out, I'm dealing with a bolt and a lock nut. And the thing literally, I've never had this happen. And I mean, literally froze. I could not remove a nut. I just screwed on. I couldn't get off. And I torqued it like you can't believe. And I just literally blew my lid today. <laughs> I was cussing like a sailor and I was pissed. And when I got through having my little fit, and I did, I had quite my little demonstration of anger and I was pissed. And of course, I had assessed correctly, by the way. I don't know if I, the origin, but I had assessed correctly right away that this stupid 
bolt was made of some cheap steel, which that's going to prove true here in a second. And so I got all mad, and finally I was like, okay, I've had it. My dad came over to help, and I was like, you know, I'm going to do the thing. I've already done all that. And he's like, whatever. I'm like, okay, give it a try if you want. And he, he didn't have any better luck. So we came up with a strategy, and so I started cleaning everything up. Finally, I was like, okay, I just, I need to, before I go, I need to take the light, go ahead and do what I should have done in the first place. And this is when suddenly I just, I, I was sitting there and I'm like, and I could literally, I'll just like hear this breath of father right in behind me. And he's like, watch this, just do this. Right. And so I, I undo the thing in the, I take the light out without removing the bracket. And I sit there and I'm looking at this and I'm like, that was pretty easy. And then I managed to torque, and as I finally torqued it enough, the bolt actually sheared in half with a nut still on it. That doesn't even happen, especially since it had nylon threads. And that shows you how messed and lousy a bolt it was. Anyway, and so the reason I bring this up is I got all pissed off, and then I sat back and I went, okay, well, first of all, the solution was blinded. I blinded myself from a solution because I got angry and I got impatient. That's the two parts of this. And the easiest solution, the easiest path to do this, which would have never caused any problem, is if I had just taken off the side screw off the lights first, removed the lights, and then took the bracket off. But I decided it was going to do it my own way, and I really didn't listen to my intuition. And in the process, I got all pissed off. So then I had to do this kind of self-reflection. I said, well, that was a lot of drama over a stupid bolt. Like, what is that? Because I don't get pissed off. But today I did. And this is where I kind of realized, I sat back for a minute and I went, you know, this world that we're in right now is flipping and inverting so often that every one of us at a certain point is feeling this constant tension and, and pressure. I don't care who you are. You can tell me you never get mad and I'm going to tell you you're lying because this world is constantly squeezing and turning and pressuring every one of us. And like I've always told you, I'm not, I don't try to sit here and do a podcast and put myself on a pedestal because I'm as human as anybody else. As part of me, like I'd like to share these stories. I mean, because I, I, I am just like every making sure everybody understands. Like I don't try to talk like I'm above these things. Because let me tell you, today was like toilet mouth, Scott, for about five minutes. And um, the 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 thing is. The fact is that what is really was striking me is just how much tension is around everything. Now, as it, you know, one of the comments that I was talking to my dad about it later, and he made a really good observation. He goes, that steel is the same type of garbage they've been selling us for our military at a high price. And I'm like, you're absolutely right. And here's the thing. The company I bought the lights from, they're an exceptional company. They're the only company in America that still makes halogen lights. The the internal components are manufactured overseas in Taiwan, but the actual assembly and design of the lights is all made here. And they're not cheap, but this is where we get to. It's like somebody along the way, and I'm not putting the finger at the company. It's probably they sourced it to a company and that company's like, hey man, let's make 25 extra cents or five extra cents on a bolt. Let's have them made over here in China. And they get sourced with a lousy steel. But that's the world, and that, why this whole thing became such an issue is, as I sat back and looked at it, I'm like, that's what we're dealing with on every step of the way right now in our world. 
every step of the way, somebody wants to make a buck. Somebody wants to trim a corner. Everybody wants to make their peace. And nobody wants to just sit down and do the right thing. Nobody wants to say, stop the vax. They're like, I don't want to do that. I might offend somebody. No, we need to offend people sometimes. We need to speak truth. We need to be bold at it. And the point that it it builds up. And so, I'm first of all, I just want to acknowledge, I think at some point, it, it's always a good idea to chop wood. <laughs> if you don't have it, get an axe. You know, it's like, go out in the woods, like cut down a tree or something. But I, when I say that, it's as much a statement of truth as it is metaphor. But it is literally, we need to be conscious of this boil point that we're all feeling at one point or another. And that boiling point is if we're not conscious of it, it's going to crop out in different ways. Health-wise, if you have, if you've got old injuries and you start feeling like a knee is starting to hurt or a hip is starting to hurt or you've got arthritis and you're feeling that, I would begin internally by looking at if you've got anger welling because those are the sorts of things that boil up. If you're snapping at somebody or you're impatient it's probably a percolating anger. And all of this, by the way we are living, is by design of what they are trying to do to us. That's not accidental. It's not a consequence of, of a pandemic. It's a real issue by design because when we have anger, we are stepping away from that clean path with Christ. Now, I, I do not believe that anger is a sin when we are dealing with it, but it's when it spills over and we become uncontrolled and we don't manage it, it does become a big problem. This is why I wanted to go through Ephesians 4, 17 to 32 tonight, which is the Christian's walk. And I think it's a really important passage to look at. We are all going to have anger, but it's really important that as we do to work through that problem to analyze its core root, what's causing it, and then to get that in front of Father and go like, look, as I did, man, am I sorry about this, and repent. And I don't, didn't waste any time either. So let's, let me start with Ephesians 4.17. So I say this and affirm in the Lord that you are not, you are to no longer walk as the Gentiles also walk in the futility of their minds, being darkened in their understanding, excluded from the life of God because of the ignorance that is in them, because of the hardness of their heart. And they, having become callous, have given themselves to indecent behavior for the practice of every kind of impurity with greediness. I'm going to stop right there. Those are powerful words of direction and focus and judgment, in fact, on the Gentiles. Futile minds, darkened hearts, ignorance. I mean, these are powerful statements. And it's where we have to be very cognizant of what anger does to us because it does all of those things. Continuing, but You did not learn Christ in this way, if indeed you have heard him and have been taught in him, just as truth is in Jesus, that in reference to your former way of life, you are to rid yourselves of the old self, which is being corrupted in accordance with the lusts of deceit, 
and that you are to be renewed in the spirit of your minds and to put on the new self, which is in the likeness of God, has been created in the righteousness and holiness of the truth. So truth isn't just what we're seeing in the world. Truth is also what's in our heart and how we're looking at ourselves. And I think this is very, very important. And if we're dealing with anger, we have to start looking at the source of anger. I I did today. I realized right where it came from. It's just been like the last two weeks, just this constant flipping and watching these, this latest lies and watching people most important. I mean, what's really been irritating me is watching people suck into the lies because of that same principle I mentioned. Somebody wanted to make a little extra money on that bolt because so they wanted to shave a corner to make an extra dime or an extra penny or whatever it was. And that bolt ended up causing me a lot of frustration and a lot of delay. I, I mean, I'm going to have to go tomorrow. It's not a big deal. Actually, I can't get to it till Friday. And I'll go over and I'll get an extra bolt, but that's an extra 30 minutes or an hour out of my day to go get an extra bolt, which shouldn't have happened anyway if it had been a good quality product. That's kind of the way everything is right now is that people are so eager to find this victory and they keep looking at, I just saw another video a minute ago, you know, about Yunkin in in Virginia. Look at all the great things. It's not a bad start for the first day. Look, we need to start holding things accountable from the beginning, not like doing this marshmallow thing. It's like, well, it's okay for the start and, and we'll get better as we go and we'll just, they're so eager for a win that they're allowing this massive compromise and deceit to go on right before their very eyes. This vax thing. I mean, I still, it just gets on me. Every time I say it, it's like no mandates. Okay, so it's okay that there's a million 38,000 people in the United States that have been damaged by that vax, and that's justification enough to say, well, if you want it, it's your choice. And there's no truth about what that vax is actually doing to people. There's 28,000 people by VAERS that have been reported, which is 1% on the low side, 10% on the high side that have died from that vax. And people are like, well, I don't want, you know, every, some people take it. It's their choice. That's a lie. And what it is, is it's a convenient way out of facing the truth. And this eagerness to accept marginality, this eagerness to accept a half truth is because people ultimately don't want to do the hard work. They don't want to have to say the truth. They, want, they don't want to have to confront ultimately that relationship with Christ and go, I was wrong or this is a lie. They don't want to say it. And it's, it's weakness. And that in itself is, is a core when you're confronting that all the time and you're trying to walk this path of righteousness and holiness of the truth. That's the only path we have. But it doesn't mean we're not affected by this constant compromise of truth to try to find an easy way out. Again, it's the wide gate. So it's going to reflect back on us. And it's going to hit us from time to time. And that's why this next part of this Ephesians is directly related to this. Here it goes. Therefore, ridding yourselves of falsehood, speak truth, each one of you, with his neighbor because you are parts of one another. Be angry and yet do not sin. Do not let the sun go down on your anger and do not give the devil an opportunity. I love that. God is not telling us that you can't be angry. You can be angry. And 
where my thing today is, I mean, I'm angry. I won't be honest. I mean, it angers me that people are so willing to compromise truth for a walk of ease. It does fire me up and it fires me up with righteous indignation. I'll be blunt. But God's not telling us never to be angry. This is where this pulpit nonsense comes in, pulpit pew marshmallow stuff. Don't be angry. Walk with peace in your heart. No, you know what? We're human. Do be angry about the things that are wrong. Just don't let it spill over. Don't let it become a sin to where you're doing something against someone else unnecessarily. Don't let it drive your actions. Don't let it drive your mouth to where you're cursing God. And if you do, you better get on your knees and repent. Don't let it start spilling over and lashing out at other people randomly because you can't manage your anger. That's when the devil's taking control. But God's not telling us not to be angry. There is good and there are some things in this world that are outrightly stupid and ridiculous. And, we, and you know, it's one thing when we start talking about people that have been misled down this path of the injection. And, they're, and they've been blindly led down a path by those that are supposed to be shepherding them in their different forms. Leaders, rulers, and, and pastors are like, take the injection. Christ will take the injection. Franklin Graham. But that doesn't excuse their account, their lack of accountability or their lack of or their poor choice. But there's a bit of an empathy there that you can have. It's like, man, you you were trusting in the wrong person, but you were people that should have been leading you correctly. But when we start getting into this place with people that are knowledgeable about the impacts of the injection, and we, there are many of them right now, that are pandering to this thing of saying, well, but we must all come together and we just must accept that some people are going to take the injection and some people not. It's like, oh, so would it be different if we gave out free pistols with all loaded and then people could make a choice of bloating their brains out? And then you have your leadership playing the same game and people are nodding their head going, oh, oh, it's okay. You know, we're getting there. We're not quite where we want it, but at least we're stopping the mandates. What does that mean? It doesn't say you're stopping the death. It's saying that you have a choice and you don't have the truth. That's a great option. We're going to give you a choice. We're still going to lie to you and we're going to increase the pressure on you. We're just not going to mandate it and force you to do it, but we're going to still hide the actual truth of the effect and at the same time we're going to pressure you to take it and we know that you'll take it anyway at least a certain class and then you have the people that know the truth that are going oh but it's okay we didn't get the mandates that is an absolute lie and you should be angry about it and it's something we should fight for because this is absolutely ridiculous where it's going but like I was saying in my own walk on this today I realize this how much of this has been down at the core and I haven't brought this forward to put to father and go look I'm pissed and it's okay to put that you know and, and this is where we start to do this we start to trust in God like this we're going to hear things like okay let's talk about this and have that conversation with God have that conversation I don't know how it's going to go for you I can know pretty much how it goes for me more like this are you done ranting yet oh my god no I'm not I got to rant a little bit more so bear bear with me and then I go on a little bit more and then when I'm done and when I'm done I'm just like okay I'm done father and he's like okay you're ready I'm like yep go ahead 
<laughs> and then the truth start falling. I'm like, oh, gosh, darn it. Uh, yeah, you're right. Okay, I got it. I get it. But see, that's we're not going to be, if we aren't having that truthful, intimate conversation with God, it's going to well up and we are going to let Satan in. That's my point, because God didn't tell us not to be angry. He knows we will be. We should be, in fact. Let me continue. Starting at 28. The one who steals must no longer steal, but rather he must labor producing with his own hands what is good so that he will have something to share with the one who has need. Let no one let no unwholesome word come out of your mouth, but if there is any good word for edification according to the need of the moment, say that so that it will give grace to those who hear. Obviously, today I didn't do well on that line right there. Fortunately, I was within a circle where no one was really hearing me, but my truck or my Jeep and the bumper of my Jeep was hearing me. <laughs> but my point is that uh, the unwholesome words were flowing like water today. At a stupid bolt. That's the whole point. It was a stupid bolt. And this is the part that I look at myself and I laugh because I'm like, all right, this is pretty dumb. For all the things going on in the world, you just like turned on the faucet over a bolt getting stuck and shearing. But again, it's the welling up and it's what's in our heart. And it's what the importance is that return to that space of talking to father and saying, look, father, look, here's where I'm at. And this is what I did. And this is what I shouldn't have done. Forgive me. And I've had my rant in the public space, but hear my heart. Here's where I'm at. This is what's really nagging at me. And it's really paining me because our children are dying. And our elderly are dying. And they're killing them. And, Father, we're watching people just accept it. How can I not be angry? Forgive me, Lord, for what I've said today, but how can I not be angry? And it was a bolt. It shouldn't have been anything. But the anger is there because they're killing our children. And no one's speaking up. We're walking around and we're watching this. And people just are sucking into this lie and they're sucking into the fear. And we know what's going in these bodies. And I hear this. How else can I bring you together? I couldn't speak because he was right. How else were we going to come together if we don't start sharing the pain? We need to be angry, but we need to understand what God's doing because we're not listening. And those of us that are standing on one side seeing a truth and those other sides that are believing and living a lie, it's the pain, ultimately, of loss 
that will in the end heal us. As painful as that is, as harsh as that is, it's the only way we're going to break this matrix. Those are hard moments. And this is where God's grace is just so unbelievable. And his love for his children is so extreme that he has to witness our stupidity. And he accepts our anger because it's not misplaced. It's a God of infinite love, but a God that wants so badly for us to come home. How else can he wake us up? We're going to go through a rough time. And I know that, and we all know that. It's just beginning, really. And in this whole process of this, we have to be strong and walk in that walk with Christ in such a way that we have to be honest with Father. We have to open our hearts to him in such a deep and passionate way. We can't let things well up, and when they do, we need to open the gates of conversation, flood it out, let Father know, let him hear. Be honest in what you feel. Don't hold back. Because he knows. And he knows his children that are standing here are absolutely feeling this pain. I don't think anybody that listens to this channel doesn't feel that pain. It's hard. And it's hard every single day when we get up and we read about some other retarded person doing something retarded to their kids or turning their back on our elderly or hearing our leaders talk about how our elderly need to get the injection. I'm telling you, these people piss me off because they're lying and they're deceiving worse than lying. And so we pray and we talk and we communicate with truth and we walk with that truth and that's our most powerful weapon and it's the line we have to continue to pursue. But we have to accept that there's going to be, there just continues to be a range of stupid right now in the world that is beyond description. And it's worse than stupid because it's willful suicide. People don't want to hear about the truth. People don't want to hear what we have to say, and we're not saying it with anger when we are. I, I know this about people who are walking with Christ right now. We're not being angry and send it in their face. We're angry in our hearts. We're trying to communicate. We're trying to get them to listen. And children are dying. And elderly are being cast aside and being left alone to die. I just can't get my head around that part easily. I can be angry at parents for being stupid, for willfully doing this, and I and it's a sin the way they're handling their children and they're literally sacrificing their kids to ball. There's a grace in that, as crazy as it sounds, that I know that God's going to take care of those children though I'm infuriated at the parents. 
but the elderly who have suffered their life, worked their life in one way or another to have a simple, a beautiful ending. And maybe it wasn't a perfect life. Maybe they weren't a perfect parent. But in this moment in time when they're encapsulated with a world of fear and we have leaders that are outrightly lying, doing so for the sole purpose of eradicating that class of people, I don't know that I can measure that sin in my heart. And that rests on us to speak up more loudly. Man, this is a sin that we carry in this nation that is so deep. And I'm not kidding you when I tell you that that pain, it runs a very fine line between pain and anger. And I'm being blunt and honest and as transparent as I can be right now. And I make no apologies in front of God. And he knows it. Because it isn't directed in an evil way. It's directed at truth. And it's what fires me up. It's what lifts my righteous indignation. Man, what a time. So my little bolt today, probably made in China by some Uyghur prisoner, some cheap pieces of steel put into a really high-value product that shears off and literally took everything I had in me to get that bolt undone. I'm not exaggerating. Once I got the light undone, I had to pull on two wrenches like I'd never pulled before until the thing finally snapped, which it shouldn't have done in the first place. And that whole moment of anger made me realize just how much I wasn't opening up truly to God in the deepest of ways. That I was trying to carry it on my shoulders. And that's not what he's asked me to do, nor you. It was a one heck of a teaching lesson today. Rant like a sailor and realize that the whole time I just needed to talk to him more deeply than I was. And we all need to right now. That's the intimacy we have to have. And if we don't right now, we're going to get waylaid. I don't know how you choose to do it. I'm not telling you that. I'm just telling you what I know. The intimacy that we have with Christ and the intimacy we have with Father. Bearing everything that weighs on you. Letting him know you need some weight lifted. Letting him hear what we feel around us. Being honest. Not just this kind of shallowness of heal our country, heal our land. That's whatever. Not this sort of thing. It's like we don't deserve. No, that's not what I'm saying either. Here's the truth. We've sinned. All of us. This nation is rotten right now. We're doing things to our elderly and to our children that I don't know how we can forgive ourselves, but we know that God can. So through that, what I heard, like I said, was how else can I bring you together? And truth is brutal. And that means as we face one another, we have to also face what we've done as a nation. That's a heavy road to hoe. And we will.
But the only way we're going to get through it is if we're honest with God, we're intimate with our relationship with Christ. And through that process, we can heal. But it's not going to be an easy walk because we're going to lose a lot along the way. But sometimes that's the only way that we can grow. Let us pray. Heavenly Father, I just thank you for the lessons that we are given in the most unexpected moments. The humbling that comes about in times when we think that we're on top of things, the realizations that come about when we open our hearts. Our nation is a mess right now, Father. And the pain that we're witnessing and we watch the destruction of children and the destruction of elderly, it's an unmeasurable pain that we carry in our hearts. Father, tonight we just put ourselves before you and begin by asking for repentance to forgive us as a people for the failures that we've done in protecting the innocent and protecting those that can't protect themselves. We ask forgiveness for those that are walking blindly in this lie, thinking that it's okay to turn their back on their parents. We pray for the forgiveness of those parents that have subjected their children to what is nothing more than a sacrifice to Baal, Moloch, Baphomet, whatever that trash is. Lord, we pray for our elderly that need a voice. We pray for your blessings to protect the ones that are there. We pray that they can find that connection with Christ, even if they're alone. These are not easy times to witness the mirror of what we've become. And so we ask that you'll forgive us. And as we say that, we equally ask that you put before us the opportunities, Lord, to do better, to correct the wrongs, whatever that may be. We can fix this, but it will take our strength, it will take our walk of truth, and it will take our honesty to you to do it. And so we pray for open hearts, transparency not to hide anything, but to be truthful and honest even when we stumble, to put ourselves before you humbly to testify to what we have done, to have you witness the truth that we actually are willing to show you in our heart even though you know our hearts and to open ourselves wide open to trust in you, to heal it, to lift off the burdens on us, and to give us those opportunities to move through this land, to heal this land, these people. Guide us and protect us. Give us the wisdom we need. We say these things in Christ Jesus' name. Amen.
Yeah, it's an interesting time. And it's a time that we're all being forced to look deeper and deeper within ourselves. We're going to get through this, but I think God knows very well that when we do get through this, we will not be like we were before. We will be humbled. We will be eyes open. And we will be seeking something more than we ever thought we would. We'll be seeking unity and love and forgiveness. So keep your head up and your eyes forward. Never bow to evil. Never relent. Let us pray for the many that are suffering. Let us pray for the innocent. Let us pray for those that can't defend themselves. Let us pray for our children. And let us pray for the elderly, our parents. God is with us. He's also a very good father that he puts us in places to learn and to awaken, but he never forsakes us, though the trials are not easy. We have to trust in him in ways beyond anything we've ever imagined. And he does have this fight. He will win this. But I know in my heart of hearts that we are here in this time, in this place for such a time as this. And with that, he's raising us up. Through humility and grace comes strength. I'll see you tomorrow night for for Bards FM. Until then or until the next time. Thank you. Good night. God bless. And out for now. All this time we had to prove That we could stand here too All the nights been pushing through Fight for all we had to lose Reaching out for something To pull us up to level ground Oh, I can see it now I can see it now
sunsets down over the hill where the lost got found. Reaching through somehow. Oh, you're an island when the world is too loud. When the seasons change, I know the space between us will stay the same. Resting on this faith, when your soul answers calls far away. Safe place to hide from the rain. 